We are back here around the old oak table, and it's still the holiday season in the Taylor Park. Uh, we're somewhere between Christmas and New Year's. Hell, we don't even know what day it is. No. We just know that uh, we just finished up some lobster mac, some burnt-in brisket, and other accoutrement. Delicious. Courtesy of Ben. Thank you, brother. Um, we are... Fired up, ready to go. Episode 87. And uh, let's just dive right into it. It's funny how you said, are you going to approve of this song? A listener asked me to throw this in the rotation. And I said, I don't think Larry will approve, but I will try to get it in. I forget who it was. I'll have to look back through the uh, the DMs there. And <laughs> yeah, I just you know, I said, "Will I approve?" And you said, "Probably not." And I said, "All right, yeah, three, two, one, let's <laughs> See, go, let's go." <laughs> we don't run a dictatorship <laughs> around here. So there you go. Whoever requested the what was it? The Night Flight Orchestra. Mm-hmm. All right. Well. Um, you won. You, you got, got your you thirty got, seconds of fame. There you go. There it is. Um, how's everybody else sounding? It sounded a little tinny. I little, think I sounds echoey. good to me. Okay. I don't even hear myself, so I don't know. No, no. Okay, you sound great. Okay, we love it. I love it. Strong, smooth. I mean, I don't need to hear myself anyway. But I think there's a little there's reverb a little, going on or something here. So let me lower the reverb. There we go. That sounds hey. more like it. Yep. Okay. I'm going to increase the ambiance. Mm. Was it the gain that someone was... What was somebody... I don't know. What was that? <laughs> I um, can't remember that term. Damn it. Uh, we were clipping, compression. Uh, it might have been compression. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah. They. That's, you know, criticism slash... Um, Encouragement from someone that uh, thinks that we take know this a little doing. bit more seriously than. Uh... Oh my gosh! It just occurred to me. <laughs> Where's your uh, astronaut get up? So I thought about that as I sat here and was like, "Shit!" Um, came in a little hot from the shopping mall and made sure I grabbed the food. And then when we sat down and record, I was like, "Damn it." I forgot the tech. Right. All right. Well, you can you can be the major Tom next time. Yes. Um, I'm having trouble hearing, but that's nothing too out of the ordinary. There we go. That's a little bit better. Um, ben fired up on the old notes, my man. What do we got to talk Year about? Year in review. Favorite <laughs> moments. Favorite moments. I mean. There were, there were a lot. Yeah, there was. This, uh, you know, honestly, my year in review, um, I I did three reels on Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, originally, I was like, oh yeah, I'll just do a, like you know, first six months, second six months, and uh, you know, I did the first six months was you know obviously through the end of May. Yep. Um, it was packed. It was hard to get yeah. representative samples of everything that we had done in in that. Um, and then summer was, my God, I was like, wow, holy crap. You know, I'm barely going to get summer into this. And then 
you know, the the fall. Um, Wasn't light either. No. Uh, I'm going to say that my highlight of 2022 was having the opportunity to travel and spend the time with Wyatt out there with Jimmy in Alaska. Hell yeah. Um, you know, it was, it was pretty special. Um, you know, especially, you know, there was adversity. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, you know, getting to see Wyatt um, take on more of a assertive role, you know, where things needed to get done. He wasn't, nobody needed to ask him. He just stepped up. Um, when I got hurt, he was right there, you know, making sure and picking up the slack. So, uh, you know, as a dad, um, I would say that that was probably my highlight of 2022, uh, fishing wise. Um, it's tough to fucking pick one, but, uh, I'll say that, um, Andrew and I in the keys, um, seeing Andrew get his first permit, his first bonefish back to back, um, I got my personal best tarpon. Um, we got to experience, you know, the Palillo worm hatch. Yeah. Um, that was a fucking crazy three days. I mean, that was, that was, yeah, it was three quick. fucking days, you know? So, um, it was pretty amazing. Golly. I got a lot because we did the road trip. Yep. Emma and I. And, you know, like you said, as a father, it's great, you know, being there and watching your kid experience new things, uh, new places. Um, so I'd love to do that again. Uh, fishing? I'm going to have to say it was a recent trip, uh, December 7th. Uh, fishing buddy of mine. A day that will live in infamy. Yeah. Um, I'll say we'll put him on a his fish, a fish, his last fish. Um, so that's my most memorable, like, fishing of 2022 was just, you know, three weeks ago. In light of, you know, what is, current events, uh, well, life, let, life expectancy. Hey, let's, let's go ahead and talk about it more openly. Um, so... Mark got the news earlier today, mm-hmm. or actually last Yesterday. night. Last night. Last night. Yep. Um, you know, anybody that um, listens to our podcast that's, you know, let's call you local, um, Space Coast mm-hmm. uh, and Volusia County. And Volusia, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Charles Levi. Yep. Um, known for years on old forum message boards as Redfish Chuck. Yeah. Um, really a pioneer um, in the podcast mm-hmm. realm. He did, yeah. Um, he used to do a show called... Um, kayak Fishing Radio. Yeah. Yeah, Kayak yep. Fishing Radio. And uh, he passed yesterday mm-hmm. unexpectedly at 43, 43. Uh, of a heart attack. Yep. So... Uh, you know, Mark being able to share the water with him. Oh yeah, um, literally. You know, a couple of weeks ago, uh, yeah. is is pretty special. Yeah. Um, you know, after you had messaged us to let us know what had happened, you know, I, I was looking 
up until the day before he passed, like his social media was active, like just normal. Yeah. What you would expect to see from, from somebody. And then. Yeah. Gone. Um, yeah. Which, you know, um, it's just a reminder, folks, you know, don't be shy about no. hugging your buddies, no. telling them you love them. <laughs> um, you know, cherish every trip that mm-hmm. you get. Um, don't hesitate to pick up the phone and go, hey, let's go fishing this weekend. Yeah. You know, there's always, you know, there's always tomorrow, but you never have a guarantee of tomorrow. Right. Um, so, you know, not to be morbid or anything, but. Uh, no, I mean, he, you know, he impacted a lot of people in our in our local area. Absolutely. Like, yeah. You know, whether it was kayak fishing, fly fishing, because he had. Yeah, didn't he open a little shop there for was, a while? Uh, CBB KBB Outfitters. That's right. And they were attached to kayaks by Bo. Yep. So he ran that for a little while, and yeah, he good dude. Yep, um, solid dude. Oh yeah, I said he influenced a lot of people in the area, and it was a wealth of knowledge. Taught me a lot. Not enough. I still can't catch a fish, but uh, <laughs> yeah. And I take that. It's not my well. It's it is my first memorable for fishing. Second is uh, Emma in Montana. Uh, we had a couple free nights and we just went pond hopping and just little little brim, bluegills, beautiful fish, just sitting there just watching her just, we'll call it tenkara-ing. Right. <laughs> there's, there's really no casting. She was just kind of lobbing it out there and it was like, Life is good. Yeah. Life is good. <laughs> you know, I saw, and I actually reshared it, um, Ben Sittig, uh, the huge fly fisherman, he posted uh, a picture of his oldest son mm-hmm. holding a, a brim um, on a recent trip uh, that he did, you know, to get yeah. together with the family for the holidays. And, you know, his sentiment uh, just not a quote, but, you know, paraphrasing was, you know, he had always, you know, pushed, pushed, pushed. And, you know, once he realized, look, I can't push these kids to love fly fishing. Yeah. Fly fishing will be there when and if they're ready for it. And I'm pretty sure that, you know, his kid caught that on a cane pole (laughs) with some bait and, and, you know, been, been pointed out you know that's okay too mm-hmm. yeah. you know i mean that that's what you're supposed to do as a kid you want action action yeah and uh you know I, i've been asked many many times um you know so does wyatt fish yeah, a little bit here and there sometimes you right. know um and over the years have i really wanted to be able to you know share that in common with them yeah. hell yeah of course i do um has he always been as interested as I had hoped he would be? N- not a chance. No. But that being said, if you push the kid that direction and they're not really wanting to do it and you keep pushing and pushing and pushing, you will get movement away, away from, from. Right. Away right. from. Dis- and, uh, you know, in the last year, 2022, you know, in Alaska, he genuinely – was having a good time, mm-hmm. um, was 
casting, having a good time. This last trip that we went on in Tennessee, I mean, yeah. he, he went on the float trip by himself, you know. And then when Kyle and he and I went, you know, it was Kyle and he that were waiting yeah. in the creek. You know, I was kind of hanging back. So, you know, it's been like this slow development. It's like, you know, one of those fuses that you light that's like nice and slow. <laughs> yeah, and then mm-hmm. as it gets closer to the bomb, it like starts Speeds to pick up. up speed. And I feel like we're getting in that picking up speed kind of uh, yeah point to it. So, uh, and, and it doesn't hurt that a lot of the kids that um, he skates with have started picking up fly rods. Yeah. And, uh, you know, I follow them on Instagram and they're gripping and grinning and starting their own little fly tying business, yeah. you know, yeah. uh, you know, the old Instagram, yep. you know, hustle. But, yeah, uh, yeah 2022, uh, solid year. Yeah. Solid year. Um, I can't fucking wait to try to outdo it in 23. Hell yeah. I know. What about you, Ben? Um, <laughs> I'm going to guess that wherever his favorite fishing moment, uh huh, or whatever, not wherever, but whatever that, fa- that favorite fishing moment is or was, it takes place in Melbourne, where the fish just jump into the boat. It does not. <laughs> oh, shit. Um, actually, it takes place a little further north. I think... Now, we started talking favorite... This is actually a little bit harder, because as I've spent so much time working on the house, I haven't fished this year like I have in years past. Um, so it's actually when you and I took the canoe... Out at CNS. That was a killer trip. And just pretty... And I didn't even catch a fish. I hooked a couple. I lost them. I think you got three, four, five, something like that. But just a killer day doing something a little bit different. Yep. Having a blast. You know, I have told the story of our attempt to kind of do the last hoorah of the season, knowing mm-hmm. that the cold weather was coming mm-hmm. multiple times this past week and was like, you know, before this damn cold weather came, we tried to go down and do, and the, the fucking park is closed. Yeah. yeah. Like, tighter than a frog's ass. <laughs> we tried. So, you know, I don't know what, what the damage was down in them parts, but they sure are turning it into quite the, uh, to the point vacation. I yeah. almost thought, and we just ran out of time. I was like, we should throw the canoe in my skiff, run it south. I thought about that, but then I was like, uh, I was like, it's gonna suck. Yeah. It's gonna be a lot of work. And maybe we'd have had a banner day and be like, we're the fucking best. We right. <laughs> we did it, and I'm glad we <laughs> stuck it. But yeah, the um, the coolest part of that trip in particular was catching those fish, experiencing that. With the horizon mm-hmm. being the 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 pad with Artemis sitting right. there, you know, yeah. so it's kind of, you know, it's like one of those memorable fishing, memorable event buildups, yes. yeah. you know. I would say those are pretty virgin to the fly fish. Yes, like, and and the crazy thing was we were seeing, f- albeit very baby tarpon. Mm-hmm. In 
three inches of water, mm-hmm. crystal clear, like gin clear water, cruising, smashing bait yeah. on the shore, like behaving like a redfish cruising. Just, yeah, it was like... Just even if you took the fishing out of it, just the fish behavior watching yeah. and seeing them do something you don't normally see them doing, yeah. was pretty cool. They weren't tailing, but they were as close as you can get to it. Yeah. Yeah. That's probably my highlight, fishing-wise, for sure. First year of marriage, good. I was going to say marriage is kind of <laughs> like the, I won't say the obligatory, but it's, it has been a huge highlight. I've loved it. So. All right, well, yeah. Yeah. Where, where? Um, <laughs> the next topic I'm going to skip, because I don't think, I think Mr. Krask put it in here, and he's not here right now. To explain it to us? Yeah, because I don't, I can't even tell what I'm looking for. Um, so topic number two. PPP money in fly fishing. Wow. Who who was that? Maybe that's the link. Is that what it is? Nope. Oh, okay. uh, wait. Hang yeah, on. Yeah, that's got to be what it is. That might be it. That's what it is. Yeah. That's it. Because if you scroll... Di- hang on. Yeah, that guy kind of went fucking crazy on just... Well, what sucks is they're all gone now. Oh, are they? None of it's there. Oh, uh, Somebody probably okay convinced him that he was not doing himself any favors, pointing out all that stuff. Yeah, that's what I'm guessing. I wonder. That's what it was. So, uh, what we're talking about for anybody that's like scratching their head um, <laughs> on Instagram, uh, there was a, a an account. Uh, what is it? Prime Flies. Prime Fly Company. Prime, Prime Fly Co. Co. Company. Um, they happen to, I don't know, be curious and uh, started uh, checking the government website that tracks how much money um, companies and charities took from. The taxpayers um, for PPP, which was the uh, payroll protection plan, yeah, whatever, um, during the the COVID shutdown, and it it was sold to everybody as it was going to be a loan, yeah, um, and then ultimately it was all those loans were forgiven, so right. it was just money. It was just found money. Um, <laughs> And I mean, in my opinion, it's not the American way. None of no bailout ever is the right. American way. Right. You know, it, it's it's a step towards socialism, and <laughs> you know, yeah, uh, you make it or you don't. Yeah, you know, natural selection. Um, but uh, there were some significant sums of money that were uh, applied for and received yeah. and then forgiven. And, you know, I don't know what the point was he was trying to make. Cause I mean, at the same time where I'm like, you know, I'm really not down with it. Um, just from a philosophical standpoint, you also, I'm also don't get down with the government shutting people down. Right. But I'm also a big proponent of, don't hate the player, hate the game. Yeah. And if the game provides you with a set of rules, mm-hmm. 
and you can work those rules to your favor and and not be on the wrong side of things. Yeah. Um, do it. You know, like it's no different than you know people complain that you know so and so didn't pay, but this amount in taxes. Right. Well, did they do something illegal or did they just use apply, the tax code, use the tax code in a manner that benefited them to the maximum? Well, cause I mean, you know, nobody, I don't care who you are. Nobody likes paying taxes. No. You know, whether it's sales tax or income tax or property tax. Right. Nobody likes paying taxes. And if they tell you they do, they're fucking lying to you. Right. So, you know, well, it was it was it was an interesting uh, couple of days. Yes, <laughs> seeing him expose, you know, what was one going on after the other. Yeah, one after the other, and then there were some some of the companies that were like, you know, took zero. Um, yeah, you know, it's just like the uh, auto bailout. Yes, you know, back oh uh, eight and oh eight or oh nine, Era. whatever it was. Ford never took a dime, right, of government cheese, um, and and they survived. So you know. To me, that just demonstrates that it could be done. Yeah. Without, you know, For sure. taking money from us. Um, you know, along that same line of thinking, wh- wh- how many 84 billion or something like that went to uh, Ukraine last week? I think week? it was 84. It was up there. Yeah, it's it was up there. It was a lot. <laughs> a lot of fucking money. <laughs> and it's like um, somebody was comparing it to like, what amount of money, like, you know, Americans got mm-hmm. the, the, what was it? The $250 per person, uh, COVID payout or whatever. And it's like, yeah, something like yeah, that. what did that add up to? Not 84 billion. No, so, not at all. Anyhow, um, let's not get political. Um, I think we were just getting a chuckle out of it because he was throwing fucking Molotov cocktails. I mean, it was the, like burn it the to the ground. Yeah. And a lot of people were jumping some in. Some local stuff, some far out stuff. Uh-huh. A lot of people were like, dude, what are you what's your end game? And he's just like, send it. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> there is no end game. I'm just educating people. Exactly. Um recently we have a one of our little gigs we gotta travel to is up in Jacksonville. And so I've developed when you leave the house that early, you don't want to eat breakfast at four thirty in the morning and be hungry when you get there. Right. So off of exit 316, I think, is, or it might be 318, Highway 16, there's a Bojangles about a mile to the east off oh, the exit. Yeah, I know, I'm familiar. Yep. Um, and I went in there to get my Cajun filet with pimento cheese for breakfast and some oh, bow round. Dude, I love no. it. I love it. No. I, oh. Look, oh. you do you, but I love it. Dear baby Jesus. Mm-hmm. All eight pounds and four ounces. <laughs> Please forgive Ben for his sin of ordering a chicken biscuit for breakfast. Mm-hmm. Steak biscuit. He does not mean harm <laughs> to the jangler of bows. Well. Please, in the new year, baby Jesus, help Ben understand that it's country ham, chicken fried steak, or sausage. When you're at breakfast. Mm -hmm. Amen. Amen. Um, (laughs) So the point is I didn't get that. I went to get it, which same same sin, sin of omission versus commission. But. Hallelujah. It's a (laughs) miracle. Lord answers prayers. 
They have a pork chop griller sandwich. Now that's that is completely allowed. Yes. And my God, it's only here for a limited time, and I hope it makes the menu because shit, I had it three times in the span of like a couple weeks. You know what you do in a situation like that? What? You buy as many of them some bitches as will fit in a Look. bag, right. and you come home, you wrap them up tight and stick uh, in the freezer, foil, and you fucking freeze them. I'll do it. So. Holy your, your shit. They time. were delicious. Pork, they were good. Pork chop. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Just like, and they're like that perfect, oh, yeah. like third inch pork chop. They, they have like the, the marbling of fat right along the outside edge. Right on that outside oh. edge. But it, and it never gets tough. No. It's just that buttery. Melts. Like you can almost hear it crunch yes. in the good way when you bite it. Uh-huh. Fuck. Yeah. And it, it was so damn good. I took one bite, set the sandwich down, pulled out my notes, and said, I'm adding this to the notes right now. <laughs> <laughs> so you have to, on your next trip north, whenever that may be, yes, need to stop at Love's, here okay. in go into the Hardee's, and get their pork chop breakfast sandwich. Ooh. Okay. Hardee's has one. I don't think it's as good. But when you want one year round, there you go. Well, I'm fixing to be in the land of Hardee's here in about another four weeks. It's it's so. really strange how Hardee's in Florida is so very different than a Hardee's in Appalachia. One hundred percent. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. My yes. first time at it. Florida Hardee's, and I was like, oh, yeah, well, they're, they're fucking revolting, right. usually. Yes, well, then what really threw me for a loop is when I got sent to Alaska. One of besides the McDonald's, was there a Burger King? Hell, I don't even know if there's a Burger King up there. Um, they had a Carl's Jr., yep, and they're kind of they're owned like by the same, yeah, summer. like yeah. brother sister yeah. company, and it was gross, yeah, like. I mean, I know it's, you know, central Alaska. And yeah. Yeah, Carl Jr. is like the West Coast brand. Yeah. Of, but like different menus. Smokes, yeah. cigarettes, grinds boats. That's what you're eating. <laughs> Can you taste that bottom paint? But they did have great commercials. Yes. Did yeah. Uh, Didn't they have the uh the, the big the, bosom ladies? Yes. Yeah. I I don't know why I'm asking you this. Wasn't that a Super Bowl commercial? Maybe. Like basically making love to a fucking like cheeseburger. Yeah. yeah. I didn't see it that just, one. Oh, uh, yeah. The um mm. Do you remember and this is I don't know I'm again I don't know why I'm asking this is 2 years ago. But that barbecue place was it beyond 10 seconds ago? No. Yes. Um, he does not remember. We went to a Scotty. We went to a Scotty uh-huh. on the side of the road. Yep. And I, I was trying to remember the name of this fucking place. Oh, I never knew the name of it. What are you talking about? There's this fucking hole-in-the-wall barbecue place. And like... Between what? Boone and... It's between Boone and Bumblefuck. Not yeah. Fosco. Oh. Okay. But... Out there. I was... I want to say Scotty didn't even know about it. And I was like, dude, no. we got to go. And he's like, what? He's like, there's no barbecue place there. What are you talking about? Yep. And boom, pulled in. I just remember it today because I realized I'm probably going to go eat there in a couple weeks. But well, you remember how to get there. 
I remember how to get there. Okay. Don't well, remember the name of it. What kind of barbecue was it? Like Carolina style, yeah. but like they uh, pork, chicken, kind of a deal. Where their sides were pretty good. Not vinegar based. Not vinegar yeah, based. Yeah, yeah, so it's like Western North Carolina, yeah. not Eastern North Carolina. Yeah. Right. So it's tomato based. Yep. Yeah. Pretty fucking good little hole in the wall. All right. And it's next to a Hardee's, which is what made me think about it. Okay. I do remember it, though. I think there was actually a Radio Shack in oh, that wow. parking lot. Oh, wow. I think there was. In the plaza? And yeah. then, like, across the street, <laughs> caddy corner, is a... Uh, remember when, you know, Radio Army Shack Surplus was store? only in the mall? Oh, yeah. I and used to love going in there. Oh, man. Christmas. I didn't know what half of that stuff Christmas. Was. God. They had all the remote control, everything. everything. Yes, and you're like just standing there as a kid, going, "Man, mm-hmm. I wish I could get that extra large fucking stomper four by four remote control." Gone. And no and they more. had different classes of them. Oh yeah, they had the one that you know you could drive forward. Yeah. And then if you hit reverse, it would back up, and like kind of like it was, um, um, starting to perform. Uh, parallel parking and like a little wheel kicked out oh, and made it like <laughs> do a J turn. That's how you, the only way you could turn it would be yeah. like, you know, the little J turn, J turn. <laughs> and then, so as you got older, you started to learn that if you looked at the packaging at the, uh, the old radio mm-hmm. shack, there would be a rectangle or a square box and it would have an arrow Forward, backwards, mm-hmm. left, right. And then if it was like you could like control your left or your right, not just okay. full direction, you know, full deflection. Yeah. Line, there would be like an arrow in between that. So you're like, oh, oh my gosh. Shit. It's like you can really steer it. And so the more arrows in that box, the better, the, the higher the price went. Oh, I'm sure. And you're like, Man, I'm never going to be able to sell the idea of that son of a bitch no. to my parents. When I'm going to get the J turn, fucker. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> when I was growing up, they had evolved to they were called X mods, and they oh, either looked. I you remember X mods? I do. They were. Yeah. They came in a little white, almost like the like half the size of Space Welder's fly box that he sent. Okay. You know, a little like seven by nine. They came with a car about this big, and it was be like mine was. An old 60s Mustang. They had all kinds of shit under the sun. And you could, you'd build the cab, the body, but you could change out the motors, the transmissions, Mm -hmm. the suspension arms, the different tires. And you could stack, I want to call them FETs, but that might be wrong. The, they looked like little weird technical spiders that were on the motherboard. If you wanted to go faster, you could yeah. just keep stacking them up and soldering them <laughs> on top of each other. They were super customizable and got oh, yeah. they were like crazy. Someone's gonna know exactly what I'm talking about. Yeah, see that that was way oh, yeah. past. Oh, did when I just made the Stomper four x four reference? Yeah. That you guys have any idea? Okay, right so over the head. Stomper four x fours um, was like a single double A battery powered. Okay motorized four by four truck and it had like really cool like rubber spongy tires on it yeah okay and it just drove in a straight line yeah there was no it wasn't remote control and the bodies on it would come off okay so you could like 
change bodies and, mm-hmm. and whatnot. And, you know, back when, when they were popular, when I was a kid, like you would line up next to each other mm-hmm. and like run like, you know, to see, you know, running yeah. stuff over. And as long as you didn't try to make it go up too steep, if it went too steep on an incline, it would like roll, roll over, over itself. But, uh, man, those things were popular when I was probably late elementary school, okay. sixth, seventh grade, so, somewhere in there. So on your Xbox, they were badass. Ben, yeah. they're all over eBay. Oh, I bet. Do they get crazy expensive? They're either worth nothing or they're crazy expensive no, the, now. The cheapest one is $100. Yeah, I wow. think they were 50 new, so maybe. This guy in his eBay ad took a picture of the original receipt that they still have. Yes. From 2005. That sounds accurate. Oh, okay. So this is like really recent. That's why it was, it was 17 years ago. The, so. Yeah, but I mean. The initial, you know, startup kit, 49. 49, okay. And a body, because you could get extra bodies. Yeah, you could swap them out. Was twelve ninety nine. Okay. The He wants $100. I'll be honest. They were cool enough that I would get one. And we used to set them up. You could they drift really well depending on what tires yeah. you put on them. So are they remote control as yeah. well? Yes, and they've okay. got like the remote control, with like the steering wheel that you turn it this way, it goes one way, that way, the other. There's a trigger, forward, reverse. I want to say the battery lasted a pretty good time. Yeah. I mean, they were just pocket size RC right. cars, but they were. Okay. You could set up like a concrete track with like masking tape, and you could like drift around. It was a shit ton of fun. Huh. Um. And when yeah. I relive my childhood, I will buy us two, and we will race them. <laughs> you said actually, the real gangster guys would set up a two-inch PVC pipe track because at the time PVC pipe was pretty cheap, so you had like a railing to bump into. I know. Okay. And there were guys who could just so flawlessly hook that corner, never bump anything, and just oh, see, I never stomp got you. smoke like, you. The you know the underground racing, but you could start well. We didn't either. Well, so let's. I oh, think, so your stomper, Larry. Yes, they're going, and this guy has a receipt for it as well. Three hundred dollars. Son of a bitch. <laughs> <laughs> and it has a little action figure you could put in there. Well, I don't <laughs> remember that. Oh, what what does his receipt show? He he, he nothing. Okay, it's faded. Yeah. I mean, they were the shit, man. Yeah. Back the, in the day, someone's gonna know what I'm talking about, I and they're gonna tell me about, about how they used to race them. I never raced them. Like I was the only nerd that had one. <laughs> um. So let's talk. Uh, how was Christmas for everyone? Christmas was good. It's quiet. It's nice well, and quiet. Yeah, we didn't go kinda. anywhere. We didn't travel. Uh. Yeah. Nice and quiet. Yeah, we stayed home this year Just for Christmas, which is low nice. Low-key, didn't do, you know, oh, since we're home, you know, Emma has to have, you know, 100 presents. And Should I haven't seen my kid probably 12 hours out of the entire break? Like, he is living his best life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, going to the beach, yeah. going, spending the night here, there, everywhere. So... For me, so far was, he hasn't ended up in jail, which is well. That's cool. a plus. Yeah, it was, it was pretty good. Got a Optimus Prime. I saw that transforming Lego set. I saw the <laughs> Tie Fighter pilot. 
That is correct. Which I you've been on the hunt for him for some time. Yes. Uh, it was a Target exclusive, so you could only get it at Target. And they sold out super fast. Super fast. Going for two, two fifty plus, you know, lower end because the box is crushed. Right. You can get it for one seventy five. So I got that. I was pretty stoked. I couldn't wait to put that together and be like, oh. Yeah, you've got them all. <laughs> I got them all. Hey, yeah. You know, <laughs> but the bad guys in Star Wars always have the better gear. 100%. Oh, yeah. Like, it always is just like badass gear. Yeah. Like, you know, you look at, because you have the Red 5 helmet. You're like, mm-hmm. eh, that's kind of like a naval fighter pilot looking-ish helmet. And then you got the TIE fighter, and you're like, Fuck Dude. yeah. Yeah. You know who that is. That's mm-hmm. that's Jester. <laughs> He's coming to get yeah. you. <laughs> right. But, no, just nice and quiet. And I think I made prime rib on the Traeger. It's on sale at Publix. We nice did uh, prime rib on the Traeger for Christmas as well. Yeah. But other than that, nothing like stands out. Well, yeah, no. Mine wasn't quiet. I've had the in-laws in town all week. <laughs> oh boy! Um, and I love them from a distance. No, it's not been all bad by no means. But you know how it is. I hear got, the pizza's good. Pizza's great. Crispy on the bottom. I've had better torchy. At cheese had better at Chuck E. Cheese. <laughs> the. Um, and my my mother in law on the way out the door yesterday was like, I said something about she has what we were doing tomorrow, and I was like, we're recording. She's like, I tried listening to your podcast; it's boring. And I said, it was never meant for you. Yeah, like it's like I was like, I don't expect. I said Daisy doesn't even listen to it. Like, should have been like, oh yeah, did not, you listen to Mark's uh, special about you? No, <laughs> uh, but I was like, I was like, it's. I said, I said, why? There's not a reason you'd ever find this interesting. No. Like right. you don't fish, you don't. You just this isn't your thing. This not yeah. Stick to a different podcast, right? But then this morning, I got a dissertation oh, no. of a text message because she woke up feeling very guilty that she told me our <gasps> podcast was boring, and apologized and was concerned she hurt my feelings because she said I realized it sounded pretty rude, and I <sighs> said, I assure you, I thought no more than a second after it left your mouth. It, 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 we're good. Yeah, it's. I didn't expect to be. Please like, make a note. You did not ruin my day. You will need to try lots harder. Yes. To make me feel bad. Exactly. Wow. Um. So we <laughs> did the interesting thing. Normally, especially when you're younger, you're going to this parent's house or that parent's house. And this year, everyone said, "Fuck it, we're going to your house." So Christmas was at my house this year, uh, which meant I was in charge of Christmas dinner for. Your new family or for the whole extended? Well, it started out and my my oldest sister, she and her husband were already going to his parents' house. Okay. So that's five off the list. Thank God all my wife's extended family had plans because I didn't want that mess. It's like 30 people. And then my brother didn't come. And then the day of, my sister canceled. Her boyfriend is in Pennsylvania with his family. And his sister works at Disney and had to work late 
And so they just bailed last minute. So there's only like seven of us. Um, so we had a little bit scotch too much food, but it worked out. We did brisket, lobster mac and cheese, crab cakes, sweet potato casserole, green beans, and I feel like there was there's just a medley of pies and shit. Right. Turned out pretty decent. I um, miss green beans. Emma's just allergic to them. We just found that out. Oh, no shit. But I dude, love green beans. I love beans. them. We've fed them to her forever. You know? Huh. Yeah. Now she gets the itch. I guess. So, you know, we're, I, we're I get the beans. feeling that we're, we're, we're traveling backwards in time. Like, normally we go all the way back. Yeah. And like kind of, so, you know, we're just now doing Christmas, which led me to go, I did this before Christmas. Yeah. So I <laughs> probably should have already talked about it, but... And Mark went, yeah, probably should have talked about that, too. So I think we're just going, we're just... We're just... We're just, we're just fucking wandering. We're just, wander, about, we're yeah. just wander, wandering, wandering about. Oh, yeah, because, yeah, I was in Pennsylvania. Yeah. Yeah. City of brotherly love. Did you go by and see the Liberty Bell? No. Okay. Um, the Liberty Bell is lonely. Did you go by and see the Rocky statue? No. Did you go to the red light district? Yes. Yeah, boy. No. <laughs> uh, it was. Did you have a Philly cheesesteak? So. Whilst in the city of brotherly love. We tried. Uh, the reason I was there was for the Army Navy game. My opinion, boring game until the last overtime. I want your opinion out. on the um, <laughs> uniforms. On the unis. Um, so the I thought it was weird that <laughs> Navy <laughs> did the NASA thing. Like what? I mean, I know there's been you know a good handful of astronauts that you know were Navy so, naval aviators, mm-hmm. but like there's been plenty of as. As a nationally televised games, you, uh-huh. know, you can, you and you're there in person. You know when there's a TV timeout. Everything right. stops. You know, a guy runs out there with a countdown timer till the commercials. And in the meantime, on the big jumbotrons, big screens, they're showing video clips, mm-hmm. and it's West Point graduates that have since gone to space and are part of the space program, uh, whether through the army or air force space force. Right. Um, and they're like, what are you guys doing? Just totally ripping on the Navy about their, (laughs) (laughs) they're like nice uniforms, bro. Let let us tell the real story here. The, the helmet kicked ass the moon on one side and a astronaut, Space well, now, I thought that the astronaut was too big for that side of the helmet. Oh, it was. It, yeah. yeah. And it was like, and at first, I honestly was like, God dang, man. Even the Army's unis are like ho-hum. But then I like actually started focusing on it, like realized they were like supposed to be like World War II tanker. So, uniforms, oh, cool. and I was like, "Okay, this is making it more badass." So, this year the army—I forget what they did last year—but this year was um, 
First Armor Division. Yeah. Uh, I actually bought one of the jerseys, which I got in trouble for later, but, you know, when in Rome... That's yeah, right. Fucking send it. Hey, um, apologize. Don't ask permission. So you know the official, you know, no college kid number on it, right? Just right. Like number one for the armor division, and it's supposed to be um, like mud being thrown up onto the tank. That's why it's tan on the bottom and green on top. It's supposed to be mud coming up from the tracks. Oh, okay. But. Yeah, the game sucked. Sorry. <laughs> We've talked about this, we Marcus. Talked defense, defense, defense. The game was a great football game. So I didn't get to tell you. So we're on our drive up there from my brother-in-law's uh, in Virginia. And it's about a three-hour drive. You go through the, uh, the great state of Delaware, home of Joe Biden, which is everywhere. They let you know. Um, what, they have all their gas prices listed? like the the rest area even had a big sign you know home of joe biden anyways i was being told on the drive up there that it's it's not going to be a great game because all they're going to do is run the ball i was like i mean i don't know much about football you know but i gotta pass it at some point, right? No. Well, they did. Oh, the, right at three, the end. Two or three times. <laughs> right at the end. That was the boring part. I was like, uh, let me guess. You're going to run. Yep. Um, I guess from, you know. Run, 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 yeah, punt. Run, 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 punt. We did after the game uh, try to go to Geno's and mm-hmm. I forget the Pats. other guy. Pat's. Uh, even at. I think, oh, golly, what, 10, 10.30? It may have been later by the time we found the car. There was, it was still a line around the block and nowhere to park. And so we opted for the Joe Biden rest area, Popeyes. (laughs) But uh, even if you're not a football fan, I would say, like, that's, that's a bucket list game to go to from like a historical standpoint, you know, one way or another, these boys and girls are going to go out there and serve their country and do their time. And, you know, no, it's, it's one of those rivalries that a hundred and just really means a lot. 123 years or something. Yeah. So it's been a long time. I think that's when football was invented. Don't quote me on that, but I don't think it says on there. No, these are made in America. We're nice. inspecting the koozies. <laughs> um, so yeah, between the flyovers and the guys they had jumping in, and I was really, really excited. And then seeing now the one thing that I will say that you probably did miss out on um, is. Uh, I believe it's the army. When they score, they oh. have like a, a cannon on the field oh. that they fire off. <laughs> and with a low-scoring game, you didn't get quite the cannon, the oh, artillery no. show that you, yeah, no, you the, probably uh, were entitled to. <laughs> how, how many? We're, how we're ma- being honest here. Okay, uh, you know, 
Did the you first end up field goal that was made because of you know this game of field goals in the beginning? Uh, scared the hell out of me. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, nobody warned you. Huh? No, no. And I turned to my brother-in-law and I'm like giving him a look, and I'm like, you know, Army Navy game. I see a lot of veterans around here. <laughs> right. There should have been on the ticket. There should have been a warning. You know, if they're fireworks going up but yeah that cannon boy I I was standing at that point and I sat down and like covered my head like the under the desk drill Uh uh-huh but yeah that that got me the other thing that got me was uh in between the I almost said periods they call them quarters (laughs) uh the cadets would get up and move around so I had a chance to see my nephew um the best part you know was you were going to buy a $20 Bud Light, you would bump into these cadets and they'd be like, oh, excuse me, sir. Oh, God. I know they were just being respectful and, you know, just like, you know, I was all fighting the Taliban and Al-Qaeda when you were in diapers. That's right. (laughs) It's it's just weird thinking about it that way. It's, you know, like, holy crap, I, I really was. Yeah, yeah. You know, my nephew, Susan had sent me pictures of them, you know, because their dad was in Iraq at the same time I was. And it's like, God, they were like toddlers. Right. This is freaking scary. But yes. Another generation. You know, I wish I could say it was warm. To them, it was warm. It was like 39-ish with a wind chill of ball, balls cold. <laughs> um. But I, you know, every red-blooded American should go just check it out and, you know, do it. Just do it. Just do it. Well, um... Oh, and a bunch of old sour vets, man. I love those old-timers. God. Just crotchety as shit. Oh, just crying. I'm like, I know I'm going to be that way and not remember (laughs) shit. (laughs) Where are you from? I don't know. You have no ID. No. Where, where do you live? I don't know. <laughs> Take me home. <laughs> I'm going to have to keep like a calling list in my wallet. Right. <laughs> here's Larry's number. Here's Ben's number. Here's Susan. Just say start here. <laughs> Two, three, four. <laughs> oh, you found him? Great. Marcus? Nope. Don't know him. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> you might want to uh, call Ben. <laughs> they like, wait a second. How'd you know the next name on the list? Uh, lucky guess. <laughs> but yeah. Uh Philadelphia, you know, it's where the country got started. Ish. Ish. So um I had the opportunity to go deer hunting. Yeah. Uh, for the first time in quite some time. Um I would say probably the last time I'd gone to camp why it was first or second grade, and he had gone up to camp with me, so there was a lot more time spent trying to keep him entertained, right? You know, in a blind and quiet and <laughs> playing his little, you know, Nintendo um, something, something, you know, handheld device. Um, and uh, my buddy Wayne uh, had reached out and was like, Hey, uh, I'm gonna go up to camp. I hadn't been up in a while. Just thought you might want to go. Um, I was like, "Yeah, that sounds that sounds like a good time." 
So the Friday that we were supposed to go up, he texted me the evening before and was like, I'm not going to be able to go this weekend, but I'm definitely, definitely 100% can go the following weekend. So we blew it off and, um, we made plans to go the following weekend. That was the weekend that Andrew flew in or Mm -hmm. drove through on his way to go home to Homestead. So I was like, okay, um, I'll be there, but you know, I'll, I'll probably come in late. I don't even know if I'll even get the hunt on Friday evening. And, uh, Andrew ended up like getting the full experience coming down the evening before, um, going through Atlanta rush hour with all the crashes and stuff. Yeah. So by the time he made it, um, he and I ended up sitting up till, 12 30 one o'clock in the morning shooting the shit which for grandpa is really late late. really late (laughs) um so when we got up the next morning we went out and ran around um you know did a little photography and stuff um visited a couple of different little spots that we wanted to see how they were for for doing that kind of thing and uh when we got back home it was like right at lunchtime and we ended up going and eating at Panheads. So, needless to say, my tummy was rather nice and full mm-hmm. after lunch. I had just come off of a not-so-long rest period because we'd stayed up late. <laughs> so I was like, Jesus Christ, if I, if I try to drive to hunt camp, Ain't a good albeit it's only a three-hour drive. <laughs> but... I'm going to end up driving into a ditch. So I texted Wayne. I was like, dude, I I can't do it. I just can't make it up yeah. there this evening, but I will come up tomorrow morning. He was like, dude, whatever you want, come on up. I was like, you know, I don't even know if I'm going to hunt. He was like, doesn't matter. doesn't matter. Just come on up. He goes, if you decide you want to hunt, I got a couple of rifles up here. We'll just throw you a rifle. Game time decision, my man. Just come on up and hang out. Mm-hmm. I was like, all right, cool. That, it, you know, it made it even like zero pressure. Just, yeah. you know, just fucking roll up there and fucking relax. Because the one thing about hunt camp, um, we built the cabin up there literally 20 years ago. Um, it was cool because we knew the basic floor plan that we were going to build. So we actually built, I want to say it was either two or four pieces of floor joist and loaded it on a cargo trailer. And then we built four walls, put those on top of that. And like literally basically did like a, like a prefab, a prefab. (laughs) That's cool. Cabin. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we went up there, you know, it was still like August or whatever and like fucking assembled this cabin that we had built in the warehouse yeah. and, and it went together great. We put, you know, the tin roof on it, insulated it, you know, and the first year of hunt camp was fucking awesome. Um, you know, we've spent more time probably, you know, doing work on finishing out the interior and stuff than we did 
you know, hunting, but it was just, it's, there's just something about when you go to camp, the quality of fucking sleep that you can get. Mm -hmm. And, you know, over the years that I was going up there and hunting, you'd go out and you'd sit in a stand or lean against a tree or, you know, whatever, hunt for a few hours in the morning, come back, we'd get, make a breakfast, diddle around camp, doing nothing, maybe take a four, four wheeler ride or whatever, and then come back. And we had like a bunch of, uh, lazy boy recliners oh, mm-hmm. man. <laughs> and somebody, I can't remember who did it. Somebody had, uh, gotten, um, dish TV or direct TV. So we had a satellite dish to watch football games cause it was college football season. So the game would come, you know, we'd have a game on, everybody would be in the fucking chairs. Next thing you know, everybody's just out. <laughs> and, out. and we had, um, a couple of uh, window banger units. Mm-hmm. So, you know, they're shaking and rattling and rolling. <laughs> Fucking, I mean, you know, you've got like ice dripping off your nose. I mean, we've got that fucking thing down at like 40 degrees inside there and just out. Um, so, you know, uh, real good memories of hunt camp. So the idea of going up there and it just being like, hey, if you want to hunt, hunt. If you want to yeah. just fucking lay around and sleep, do that too. So... Saturday, I got up, saw Andrew off. Um, he and I went and had breakfast, and um, he took off his direction, um, and and I headed up and uh, get there. Wayne and his, uh, another buddy had just come out of the woods, and it's like, you know, how was it? And they're like, eh, I didn't see anything, and I was like, okay. They're like, hey, we got to run back into town, grab a couple of things from the hardware store. You want to ride with us? I was like, dude, I just drove three hours. I'm just going to hang here. So I just hung out, you know, kind of walked around, got my bearings around the old place. And uh, they rolled back in town, you know, around the cabin maybe an hour later. And uh, he's like, hey, we're going to run over to Grandma's house. Grandma Uh is like this old homestead uh, house up there. Because uh, he has relatives that live in that area. That's how he ended up with the property that we hunt up there. And he's like, we're going to run over to Grandma's and uh, make sure that the rifles are sighted in. I was like, hell yeah, we're going to do some shooting. So uh, he had just built a rifle for his other buddy. So that was like the first time that uh, oh, nice. he had shot that rifle. And uh, he put a few rounds down range and was happy with how things were set up. And it was you know sighted in well. And Wayne was like, "Hey, I brought this one here for you, and uh, you know, if you want to, if you want to plan on going and sit and stand this afternoon, just go ahead and put a couple of rounds down range. Make sure you know it's it's yep. sighted in, good enough for you to use for you. And uh, it was a Sig. I can't think of the model. Um, bolt action, six five Creedmoor. Oh yeah. And that's." I, a lot for Florida deer. I put I put <laughs> I put two punches in the paper uh, from 100 yards, and I was like an inch left of center, and my two rounds were touching. So I was like, I think I can get a deer with that. That that'll work. So we go back to the cabin, and 
everybody's just about to drift off and we're like, damn, you know. And then we realized, well, shit, it's going to be dark in like two hours. So we found our second wind and they went their way. I jumped in the Jeep and drove about a quarter mile, parked the Jeep, walked the rest of the way in. And uh, they really treated me like royalty because uh, they gave me the box blind um, about 18 feet up, um, basically a four foot by eight foot yeah. box mm-hmm. blind. Um, nice. Over um, this really beautiful field that was planted with uh, whatever, you know, yeah, bunch of, a bunch, yeah, yeah. bunch of stuff that the deer are going to want to graze on or whatever. Which I was pleased as punch because, you know, there was no corn feeder or anything like that because I detest that kind of hunting. You know, if it's a clearing, you know, with with some Deer something herbs. that they want to graze on, you know, that's, that's pretty close to natural. So I, I'm down with that. So I'm sitting there doing my best to fight off the sleep monster. <laughs> and uh, I hear rustling over at... My nine o'clock, and Wayne had already told me. He's like, "No, when you're sitting that stand, when you're in the box, that box blind, they always come from nine o'clock. They come up out of the woods from nine o'clock. They're going to walk right in front of the stand, and then they're just going to work their way across the field. Fucking, if it's brown, it's down, man. Just whatever you want." And uh, <laughs> his buddy's like, it "Has to have three on each. It has to have a minimum of three on one side." And I was like, "I know, I know. I'm good. I'm good. I know. You know, we're we're good." Um, I said, "Unless somebody's got a doe tag. Anybody got a doe tag?" And they're like, "No, no, no doe tags." So, you know, I'm sitting up there, and uh, dude, I'm living life in high cotton. I mm-hmm. I packed in some Pringles. An RC Cola. So I'm sitting up there. You're doing it right. And, you know, it was cold that weekend. It was was already, you know, that first little front that came in. So it was like I I actually um, was dressed appropriately, but, like, still just a little. Like, I would have to put my toboggan on, Mm -hmm. and I would get a little bit hot stocking cap. Okay. Um, Not the sled. (laughs) And... uh, you know, I'd start getting hot, so I'd take it off. Yep. And then I'd be like, shit, I'm getting cold. Let's put it back on. Um, but it was nice because I was in that box blind. And so, mm-hmm. you know, the wind, it was windy. And, oh, I, I, you know, I, well, the wind wasn't able to cut through me. Right. So I'm hearing this rustling. And I, I'm, like, looking, trying not to move, <laughs> trying to slowly crunch that last fucking Pringle that I just shoved in my pie hole. And man, Pringles are fucking loud when you're eating them. At least in your head they are. Yeah. And I'm thinking to myself, can it hear me fucking eating this Pringle? Or is it like, you know, the wind, it's windy, so maybe are the leaves rustling loud enough? Does it... So I get that down. I'm like, all right, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good, I'm good. Fuck, it's a doe. This doe walks out, walks literally right down in front of the stand. And this is how quiet it was. I could hear the teeth click wow. as they were like grazing, ripping, ripping yeah. up. And I'm like, oh man, this is pretty cool. Um, 
So I'm sitting there and I'm like, come on, man, there's got to be something somebody else. Somebody, uh, yeah, somebody, somebody <laughs> come out here. Well, like five minutes later, I hear over nine o'clock, a little bit more rustling and fucking sounds bigger mm-hmm. coming. And I'm like, oh, here he comes. Mr. Horny McHornerson mm-hmm. is coming up here to take care of business. <laughs> and it comes to a dead stop and I can just barely see the brown back in the woods but i can't make out what it is right <clears throat> and it's awesome because the wind is coming towards me mm-hmm. so yep. i know i'm not getting scented yep. and the fucking thing like blows and fucking tears ass back into the woods and i'm like motherfucker i wasn't even eating chips <laughs> right. like what's going on it's that silent fart and i look <laughs> And the doe is still here fucking peacefully eating. And I look down because the field goes about 125, 170, between 125 to 170 because it's like a dog leg. Um, And there is the biggest fucking coyote I have ever seen loping across the fucking field. And I'm like, son of a bitch. It saw the coyote. But the little doe that's down here at my feet has not seen it yet. And that coyote makes it to, like, the high brush. And the coyote, I can tell, is looking at that. And I'm thinking, do I fucking smoke him? (laughs) Right. And then I was like, well, if I smoke him, then then my hunt's over. I'd rather fucking just take my chances on seeing a National Geographic moment. Right. (laughs) Nature is mental. Um so I've like got my phone out, you know, mm-hmm. eventually the doe just like fucking wanders off back into the woods, like I mean, it, you know, zero stress. I never see the coyote again. If the coyote did attack, he would have just ate his fill and you can't leave one waste. That's so right. Had yeah, it's, exactly. Uh, yeah. So now the, <laughs> the sun is starting its race towards the horizon mm. and I'm like, God dang it. God Dang it, Dan Cody. Um, At that point, it just seems like, you know, you can see, actually, instead of during the day, you don't see it. But when you're there, you can, like, see the sun. Like, okay. Well, oh, I'm yeah. You can see. minutes. Yep. 10. Mm-hmm. Whew. And so the sun had actually just set. And it was the weirdest thing. Even though the sun just set, it, like, kind of almost got brighter. Yeah. You oh, know? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, it was the contrast with that lighter colored, you know, planted uh, grass and, and alfalfa and whatnot. And I'm like, am I wasting my time? Should I go ahead and just bail out of here? And <laughs> and about the time I said that to myself, a doe steps out about 80 yards down. And I'm like, fucking doe. God damn it. <laughs> and then not even a sound. That fucking six point buck steps out right behind her. And both of them had nothing on their mind other than eating that grass. Mm-hmm. And he would take a gra- bite, take a couple of steps, take a bite, take a couple of steps. I fucking brought the scope up, put it on his shoulder. He took a bite, took a step, and I lit him up. And let me tell you something. 6.5 Creedmoor is a loud fucking round. Oh, yeah. And... You know, I'd already shot the rifle earlier with ear protection on. Right. 
and sitting inside a box stand. Mm-hmm. I bet that was loud as shit. When that thing went off, I probably looked like Mark when the howitzer went off at the game. Because, <laughs> you know, I mean, you know, if, you, if, you're right not ex- if you're not expecting yeah. it, which you shouldn't, you should be squeezing and not anticipating it and flinching, which I... When it's that a, fucking it's a thing, superior round. It's God damn! When it went off, I was like, "Holy shit!" And he went tear assing for the other end of the field, off into the fucking woods. And I'm like, "God damn it! There's no fucking way I missed." I that was a fuck. <laughs> I mean, I knew I. There's no fucking yeah. way. So I'm like, "All right, God damn it!" You know, I'm losing light like by the fucking second. Yeah, and I'm like. But if I get down and he's, you know, hatting, yeah, I don't want to push him and, you know, like, fuck, fuck, fuck. What do I do? What do I do? What do I do? So I waited like 10 minutes and like, it's like getting critical on light. <laughs> yeah. And what do I have for an alternate light source? I would say your phone. My iPhone. <laughs> so I'm like, fuck it. I got to get down or I'm going to kill myself getting down in the dark. So took the, took the rifle down, came back up, got my bag with my snacks and packed it up, threw it down, um, came down. And I was like, all right, I'm going to walk over to where I think he was when I hit him, or I'm hoping I hit him, and like, see if I can see any sign of blood. So I get out there, and I'm sure it would have been comical to see me with a cell phone, <laughs> you know, trying to look. And like, eventually I was like, okay, I'm not seeing any blood and I'm just getting fucking madder than hell. I'm like, all right, maybe I'm, you know, off on, you know, cause you, you're looking, you know, I yeah. keep looking bad. I'm like, I'm pretty sure that's the, yeah, maybe I'm off by five or six feet. What? But I know, cause there was like one clump of brown yeah. stuff where he went into like off of the mm-hmm. ground. I was like, I'm going to go over there and cast there for sign. So I go over and like, 15 seconds, bam, big old, big old bunch of blood. And I was like, hell yeah. About the whole right side. So I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) so so I'm like, okay, I I find like a big stick and I stick it in the ground. So I have my starting point on my track. And then I walk five feet, more blood. And I go and I find a third one. Now, now I've got, I can, you know, start developing the line and I see he's like, actually going in a curve and about that time i heard him like flopping around says <laughs> because he's starting the yeah the, the dead lean yeah and i heard him <laughs> flop around a couple of times and i was like well shit i'm not going back in the woods and jump you know jumping him up for the last yeah. little bit you know god god forbid have enough to poke me with a horn or something <laughs> right so i sauntered back across the field got in the jeep and uh started heading back to the cabin to get you know a, a flashlight and mm-hmm. some backup to to come help me, and uh, I got about halfway back up the trail in the jeep. Here comes Wayne and his, you know mm-hmm. his forerunner. Got his window down, arm out in the window. And he's like, "I heard you shoot. Did you get one?" <laughs> I was like, "I definitely lit one up." I said, I, "I didn't track him all the way into the woods, but I got a good got a good track." He's like, "Let's go get it." So we went down there, and you know they followed me down to the end of the to the food plot and uh we get out and i'm like now nah, i heard him thrashing around he gets a shit I, I i marked the time when you shot him it's been 40 minutes we're good he's dead if you hit him he's dead <laughs> 
So we go. Wayne loves to track. Like okay. loves it. So he's like out front. And he's like, oh, here's blood. Here's blood. Here's blood. Did you have one of those little UV? No, uh, uh, just, just a just flashlight. Regular. And uh, he was probably like 12 feet from it. And he's so focused on what the blood is in front of him, like at his feet. Yeah. He's like, well, shit, I, don't, I ain't seen any more blood. Maybe it'll be up here. And he's like, I said, Wayne, look further out. <laughs> he's fucking laying there. He's like, son of a bitch, there he is. There he is. <laughs> and, and Wade Walk like, like goes into like creeping Indian brave uh, <laughs> mode and like goes slipping towards him. And no, no, he didn't poke him at first. He goes, hey there, little buddy. <laughs> and he said, I think he's dead. And he like poked him with the rifle. <laughs> he said, hey there, little buddy. <laughs> and, uh, so we grab him and drag him out and uh shit I can't I think it's like almost 7 at that point so like you know it's it's it fucking it's dark and uh Glenn who was up there with us he's like man if you get him to the processor tonight he's like you know they close at 7:30 so Wayne's like, fuck it, throw him in my, you know, we throw him in the back of his truck. We fucking tear ass headed towards the, and the, they're supposedly 20 minutes away. So we should oh, make yeah. it with 10 minutes to spare. So Wayne calls him on the way and is like, we're, we're coming in hot. <laughs> the guy's like, I'll wait for you. <laughs> and uh, we got there with 10 minutes to spare. And uh, man, we, Yanked that deer out and dropped it there, uh, the drop off there. And, uh, he had like some younger kid, you know, I don't know whether it was his kid or just, you know, neighborhood kid that works there before we even had our paperwork filled out on how we wanted the deer processed. That kid was already skinning the deer. I mean, and this is the best processor ever. We didn't gut the deer. We didn't do anything other than drag it out of the back yep. of the fucking truck. They were going to gut it, skin it, everything, and process it for a hundred bucks. Big hanging coolers. Uh, oh, they got yeah, yeah. It's Wayne asked them how many deer they had processed last weekend, and it was like two hundred and something. Holy cow! In a weekend up there. Yeah. Oh. So, um. They should be going back up there this weekend, coming up, New Year's weekend, and uh, bringing my my venison back this coming weekend. So, should be we should be eating some good fresh venison. Hey, dear. Hey there, buddy. Hey there, buddy. God, too funny. But uh, yeah, my last time was for the moose, and I want to say I did the same thing because it was like okay, it's down. Yeah. Like you said. Yeah, you got to wait. You got horns. Yeah. And you kind of talk to it. Kind of, you know, when you see a bear, hey, bear. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, you like reach out as far as you can. Yeah. It's a, it's a scary thing. But uh, yeah, we, you know, it was, it was awesome. Um, you know, you set off with low expectations, you right. know, not even knowing if you're, you know, I might hunt, might yeah. not, whatever. And then end up like going, all right, yeah, this be cool. Six you know, five though, good God. Borrow a fucking <laughs> rifle. That's 
they use those out west for the uh, pronghorn because you can't get close to them. Right. So it's a long distance. <laughs> yeah. Done, not 170. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what. It, it blew through them. It did it. But, you know, the exit wound wasn't anything obscene, oh, no. you know? It's still going too fast. Yeah. So it just... Yep. yep. <laughs> it was about a quarter size on the way out. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Ooh, that backstrap boy. But I tell you what, God. that fucking SIG is a fucking smoking nice gun. I saw the photo of it, and I was like, hot damn, that looks good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wayne, Wayne likes his toys. But, uh, yeah, I think... Uh, that and I think you know when you and I tried to go fishing at the old tarpon hole and yeah. up settling for paddling around here in shallow shallow. Um, that's pretty much all the outdoorsing I've done since we pretty po- much podcasted last. Yeah, yeah, not too much outdoors. So, uh, what what's your all's ideas for twenty twenty three? Oh, uh. Another memorable moment of 22 would be our camping. Oh, for sure. So it's on on the list of must-dos. So when I left hunt camp on Sunday morning, we actually, we we hunted Sunday morning. And so around lunchtime, we were were leaving. Didn't see anything on Sunday morning, or did I? I saw a doe. One doe. On the way out, I was like, you know, for, you know, as long as I've been coming up here, which it was crazy, Wayne and I were like reminiscing about how long we had been coming up to that cabin. And we both figured out that we had built that cabin 20 years ago. And we're like, holy shit. And it's cool because the original cabin that we built has had a lot of additional rooms added mm-hmm. onto it. Mm-hmm. You know, it just like slowly gets slowly, bigger. Yeah. But uh, as I was leaving, um, the Suwannee River is just to the east of the property that yeah. the cabin sits on and where we hunt. And um, as you're driving back towards White Springs, the Big Shoals, State Park Sounds right. is uh, the entrance is right there off the road that leads out to the hunt camp. So I was like, you know what? I've never in, in 20 years I've been coming up here. I've never driven down there to see, you know, what, what the state park looks mm-hmm. like because they've got a canoe launch there. So I went down and investigated it and I showed Ben pictures. Phenomenal canoe launch. Um, it's a couple, three miles above the um, Big Shoals, mm-hmm. and uh, Big Shoals has the distinction that, you know, according to the water level and, and such, it can get up to, like, Class 3 rapids. And oh. they're, yeah, and, and certain, you know, they're like, hey, I wasn't aware of that. Wow. this is swift water at this level, you know, expert only. Wow. Even if you're an expert, you might want to double consider, you consider yeah. doing. But regardless... On like an on a more genteel flow, they they recommend that you don't go through the rapids anytime. 
because it's the rocks are really sharp. They're um, like the Nolichucky. Yeah, they're they're those like razor fucking yep. limestone. Limestone. So Slate. they actually do have it like a nice portage to get around. Oh, okay, and um, so I vote that we go up and do a Swanee Bass. Uh, camping trip, hundred percent down. And well, yeah. I've never been on the Swanee. I know where it is. Yeah, and so I always say, man, I gotta. So you know. we'll be able to, you know, launch canoes. Yep. Do a portage around that big rapid. Then there's a smaller set of rapids called Little Shoals mm-hmm. that we should be able to paddle through because it's like pretty mm-hmm. tame. Um, to a highway bridge right down in White Springs where there's a boat ramp where we'd be able to take out. We just had to shuttle vehicles. Um, And there's also a bridge well above that state park, the state park where we could actually launch a skiff Mm -hmm. because the water's deep and we could like take a skiff down the river and there's a lot of like sandy sandbars Pull up on sandbars, get out and like wade slash walk the bank and fish. So, you know, maybe, you know, late spring before the, you know, before the dry season's over. Yeah. We can do a trip up there. Oh, yeah. It's on, I don't want to say bucket list, but it's been on the list since I've I've found out about it. I mean, it's the closest to smallmouth fishing we're going to get in Florida. Right. Really? Yeah. Swanee bass are a lot like. Smallmouth, um, you know, they're riverine, mm-hmm. um, smaller, and uh, you know, they're members of the black bass family, but they act more like a uh, huh, smallmouth right. when it comes to the way they feed and hmm. how they like to eat stuff. Woolly boogers, Wiggleman so, on territory, <laughs> Wiggleman on territory, streamers, and then golly, what else? There's a couple things. Free old 23. What was the other one? I got distracted. It went off. Everglades. Everglades. Yep. Yep. That's that's another one. Um, I don't know. I just want to do a, a lot. Oh, you know, the guy that gave me the idea just walked off. I'm sure he'll he'll hear. But, uh. I want to start doing more stuff off of the beach. Yeah. Near shore, I guess is what right. they call it. Yeah. But, I mean, because the Indian River sucks. By me. Down in, down in Melbourne, it's magical. It's magical magical Melbourne. Fish. <laughs> That's where they all are. We do have the... The manatee feeding zone set up again this year. Every time I see the post on that, I get more pissed off because it feels like they're literally spitting lies about. It. They keep calling it temporary. It's got a name that's all capitalized, like it's an official fucking piece of shit. So I went out for a cruise, just a cruise yesterday evening. Um, I want to say as I was leaving. Port St. John boat ramp. The water was 68 degrees because mm-hmm. of the power plant. Yeah. On the other bank, just east 
didn't go far uh, over there by Pine Island. Water temp was 53 degrees. Oh, wow. Big yeah. difference. Yeah. Um, but I was saying when you went to the bathroom, I, I remembered, surprise, this year I want to start more of the off-the-beach, near-shore yes, experimenting. Yes, absolutely. Um, I'm all down for that. I mean, like I said to Ben, our fishery sucks. You know, you spend all day to see one fish. Right. Tell your friends. Right. Um, but it's just another one of those resources that's in our backyard that I've never even thought about. Well, I didn't have the opportunity to do it. Yeah, we could. Based off of previous, you know, water vessels. You know, Wyatt and I did that. Um, mm-hmm. That run. That run yeah. off the beach. Yeah. And uh, had a good time doing it. We and were then, talking about doing something like that. Ponce to and then, Sebastian. No, 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 not that far. No, no. Ponce to the port. Port. Okay, through the. And line. then, um, Tanner and I. I think it was this summer. No, it wasn't. It was two summers ago. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, maybe it was the. I think it was two. It was two where we got into the. Uh, Albies. I think it yeah. was two. All blends together. Um. Yeah, I mean, man, if you want to do the beach thing, yeah. I would be more than happy to yeah. share my experience with you doing that. Oh yeah, because uh, there's uh, there's a a multitude of stuff that we can do. Yeah. Um. You know, and, and it's just enjoyable. In the, the winter time is what got me thinking of it again. Is because everything with the season, the wind changes, so everything is either north or south. Yeah. And I was like, man. I really hope this summer kind of pans out to where we get the east west. Yep. Early. Right. Uh, before it's Africa hot out there, Baghdad hot. Yep. Yeah. So that's definitely on my list. I got a big list for this year, and none of it's written down. So I <laughs> just Better make a note. <laughs> make it, it up as I go. Makes it easier <laughs> to adjust on the fly. Yes, it yeah. does. So um, I had the opportunity to. Uh, experience um an anomaly um just the other day as andrew was passing back Mm -hmm. through town headed home we went to uh papa's for lunch yes and um as we were pulling into the parking lot at papa's um papa's has probably like 10 12 um parking spots behind the restaurant And there was a pickup truck with a boat that had taken up like four or five spots with the uh, truck and trailer with a good portion of the, the boat and the trailer like hanging off over over the grass. And, mm-hmm. you know, hey, I get it. You know, I, yeah. I, I've towed a boat. You know, you do the best you can. And it was... One thirty ish so it wasn't like during, you know, the lunch rush yeah. or anything. So I was mindful of the situation, and I parked in front of the truck, but leaving two empty spaces so he had plenty of room get out. to get out, right? We went in, we ordered our lunch. We were in there just over half an hour, and when we came out, I come around the driver's side to hop in the Jeep, and uh, 
Andrew is uh, actually getting Mark's painting out. And as I come around the corner of the Jeep, the back window is blown out. And when I say blown out, like the glass was like bowed outward. Oh. And I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Did something blow up inside my fucking Jeep? And I had two big 20 pound cylinders of propane. Oh, shit. So I'm like, Ooh. no, there's no way. Yeah, this would be like, bigger. Yeah, it'd be bigger. It'd be on fire. Or or did it vent? You know? Like, yeah. So at first I was like, what the fuck? You know? So I pointed out and everybody's like, oh, no way. That sucks. You know, I'm like, yeah, what the fuck? So I opened the back of the Jeep. And as I opened the back of the Jeep, there's glass all inside the Jeep as well. I'm like, okay. Mm-hmm. But it's still not really come to me yet quite what's happened and i'm like looking i'm like okay the propane cylinders are still there check check yeti cooler check howler jacket check Mm -hmm. nothing's gone so i'm like well you know at first i thought you know maybe somebody broke the window out reach in to you know try to grab whatever but all my shit's there and uh that's when the large lead ed- egg sinker caught my eye with uh, a length of braid and a small length of mono with uh, a bait hook on it. And I was like, son of a bitch. Some knuckle-dragging, mouth-breathing fucking bait You said son of a bitch as a bolo. Yeah. <laughs> Well, so immediately Andrew is like, dude, whoever did it's fucked because there's a camera, there's a camera, there's a camera, there's a camera. And I was like, oh, I don't know, man. You know, sometimes that shit, you know, that video shit doesn't turn yeah. out. Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a, but, deter- a deterrent. But we'll, we'll call. So we called, you know, and, and asked for an officer to come out and take a report and, uh, Officer Deal, um, she showed up, and she was awesome. Oh, she's awesome. Absolutely <laughs> awesome. And uh, she was like, so what happened? I said, well, I said, you know, there was a truck, you know, janky truck and like, you know, small center console. And I hate to say this, but I really think for whatever reason, I don't know if they perceived that I, you know, parked too close, even though I left two parking spots open and that was the catalyst for their fucking hate. Or I'm on a podcast and we joke and talk about mouth breathing bait guys. <laughs> Perhaps they saw the fly rod tubes. They saw the, you know, and maybe it was just like an opportunity to be like, you know, well, it's fuck an, you. It's an elitist. Fuck you guys. <laughs> and she's like, really? You think? I was like, I'm just mm. telling you what I'm just, you know, this is just me connecting potential dots. And uh, so she's like, well, open up the back and show me what you're talking about. And I said, <laughs> and here's, here's also, I said, I think that the weight was cast at like, you know, at the Jeep and it went through the window and they tried to yank it back out. Mm. 
Uh, I said because you can see the the, the glass is pulled out. It just I, cut the braid. I said, but it cut the braid. I said it's all laying right. And I opened it up. She's like, "Oh my gosh, there it is!" And because I just told her the whole you know knuckle dragger you know thing, <laughs> she she looks back and she goes, "I throw bait." <laughs> and you know, I mean, she was just being funny, yeah, man, yeah. trying to create a little levity, and yep. and it was appreciated. And um, I actually got that picture that yeah. I put on uh, mm-hmm. my story where she actually took a piece of paper and put, you know, I I throw bait and held it for a picture. Just try to get you to smile on your yeah. Day. And she uh, she went in and viewed uh, the camera footage, and she's like, "Well, you guys got here." And walked away and went into the restaurant. And literally three or four minutes later, a couple of guys came out, went to the truck, and then the truck drove past you guys. She's like, but I couldn't see, you know, from that view, you know, the damage happened. But it was because that camera's over there. She's like, so I'm going to go talk to these people with this camera. She came back. She's like... I still, you know, I couldn't see exactly what happened. She's like, the two guys got in the truck, but then as soon as they drove away, there was a third guy walking, like, and walked past your stuff. And I I didn't think to ask her at the time, like, did three guys come out together? Or did two guys come out the back and then maybe one come out? And he's the one that did the, the rod thing. Um and there's all speculation. And she was like, well, here's the deal. I'm going to continue reviewing all the video that I can find from these two businesses. And if we can start piecing anything together, um, you know, I have to turn this in. It'll go to a detective. And if the detective feels like, you know, he wants to follow up on it, he'll take the case. Or he may just tell me to work the case. She said, but just... Check in next week, and we'll let you know what's going on. I was like, okay, fair enough. And, of course, I got home, and I was, like, applying my, you know, prior knowledge. And I was like, you know what? One of the things is if she saw those two guys walk out together, they have pretty good cameras inside the restaurant as well. I would like to see... When they paid, that's probably the close. That's yeah. probably the time where you're going to really get yeah. like a face mm-hmm. or you know okay. whatever. And then, did three guys walk out together? Two went to the right around the building, and one went that way. And right. that's the shit ass that got there first and was like, ho, 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 "Watch this." So, I made a couple of phone calls. Had the glass guy art scheduled within twenty yeah. minutes of getting home. They came over and, and did the glass the very following morning. And while we were putting the new glass in, I actually saw the Jeep actually got hit three times by the weight. Okay. There's like a ding, a ding, yeah, and then the glass. Fuck. So, homie wasn't even that good. He it took him three <laughs> tries. Um, Fucking mouth breathers. So, I am going to definitely follow up. On Monday or Tuesday, and uh, yeah. you know, I'm going to be a squeaky wheel there for a little bit. Yeah, because now it's a little more than just a, a broken yeah window. So, and you know, the power of social media. If if you know, if only 
to make sure that we figure out who they are so that they may have to like get questioned about what they knew or what they saw just to let them know, Hey, next time don't be such a jackass. You know, there's cameras everywhere. You know, I, I always tell Wyatt, you know, before you do anything stupid, ask yourself two questions. Would I do this if I knew my mom was watching or would I do this if I knew a camera was recording me? And damn, in today's society, there's a fucking 99.9% chance that you're on camera from somewhere you don't even realize. Exactly. So, you know, and again... A little fun. It is a a rivalry, you know? Right. Stick a a plastic DOA shrimp underneath my windshield windshield wiper. Yeah, yeah. Like, make it, you know, a joke's a joke. Um you know, my F-250, to this day, on the antenna, I have a petrified fucking gulp. Oh, yeah. That, oh, yeah. Remember that? Mm-hmm. <laughs> my buddy Jim put that on my truck here in the Taylor Park at the boat ramp one day. And I ended up staying out, like, mm, way longer than any of them thought I was going to. And by the time I got back, the sun had already baked that thing on, and it <laughs> literally would not come off. And they were terrified. They were fucking terrified that I was going to lose my shit and be like, you motherfuckers. I just laughed. I left yeah. it. You know, it's like, eh, it was a joke. No yeah. big deal. Right. Yeah. It ain't like the radio don't work anymore. Right. I've just got this, you know. To the untrained eye, people are like, what is wrong with that antenna? To people that know are like, oh, my God, remember that day? Hide hide a couple shrimp underneath the uh, tire cover so whenever you go in the back, you're like, yeah. What? Yeah. And you're like, ah, this was that day I ate at Pappy's. Yeah, but here's, you know, know, we did the reel because, you know, at the end of the day, if you can't laugh at a little bit of misfortune, um, because ultimately – I really do feel sorry for whoever did it because in their world that they live in, creating a uncomfortable or miserable moment for somebody else is what brings them joy. Right. And what a shitty way to live, you know? Yeah. Right. So like, you know, I, I hope that, I hope that somebody has already seen that reel and already heard somebody talking about, Oh, oh this is what we did. And they go to them and be like, dude, that uh, was kind of a shitty thing to do. Um, I mean, over... Because I've done some oh, messed up stuff growing up, but I never vandalized. Right. I, did. I mean, it's <laughs> over 18,000 plays on, on that fucking reel, so yeah. it's a pretty small town. You know, yeah. There's a good chance that you know they're already looking over their shoulder worried that the right. cops are coming to get them yeah. anyway. And and maybe they will. I told them, I, yeah, hell yeah, I'll prosecute because somebody needs to teach them a lesson because yeah. obviously mom and dad didn't. Right. So, but I do, I do really genuinely feel bad for them that, you know, right. that's how they create joy in their life is being yeah. a jackass. But uh, at the same time, you know, if you're going to do something like that, you got to own it. Yeah. So, and in the grand scheme of things, I got bigger fish to fry yeah. in well, my life. Mm-hmm. You know, the, this is not something that stresses me out too much. Yeah. You know, run the credit card, put the new glass in it next. Mm-hmm. Right. Well, you know, kind of up in, you know, your neck of the woods, up in the hills, 
how you can a- attract the ladies or to pill. You know, you shake the prescription bottle, right? Well, to get the uh, <laughs> the the knuckle dragon mouth breathers, you shake a popping cork. That's right. Clickety clackety clickety clack. They all come a running. Right. Yeah. T- <sighs> that may. Oh. That whole thing made me angry, and then I saw her, and I was like, "Huh." Ah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, she was pretty awesome, but uh, that uh, that that was the way I wrapped up twenty two. Was uh, a little, little drama. Yeah. Man, I'm having hot flashes. Um, ben, do we have anything else on uh, on our list of? Uh, we, things that we're this is kind of like the contemplating talking about the gray area like we want to give them something to listen to but we don't really have a lot because of yeah. the holidays so i noticed oh. in a story recently yes a i don't want to say a new product to market that might be doing it a little too much justice um a 3d printed fly reel that's in production that you can purchase um, now, are you? Because I I know what you're talking about, and I didn't look too far into. Are you purchasing the the program? No, it's your physical product, okay. tangible product, gotcha. ready to be spooled. And my first thought was that 3D printed stuff, typically in that application, you'd see to make a prototype to do a proof of concept and mm-hmm. functionality before you spend yeah. the money to do your tooling and blah blah blah. Or is a cost-saving method right. to make something. Or just for the fact of, dude, look, check this out. I was able to get on CAD and I built this file. And if you want to pay me five bucks to get the plans, you too can print a fly reel. Right. So I was like, oh, that's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. And then I realized it was, we print the fly reel. Oh, yeah. Sell it to the shop. And the shop was advertising that come check out the you know first sneak peek of 3D, 3dflyreels.com um, and see what your money can get. Yeah. Little, little spendy. You can yeah. get a, you can get a high end <laughs> block aluminum uh, Reddington reel. Orvis helio. Yeah, probably same. You know, a couple hundred bucks. Um, I don't want to judge them too hard because I haven't held it in my hand, but you can see the... Oh, I'm not going to judge them too hard either. I'm just going to go ahead and call it gay. Yeah, no, I agreed. Gay. And uh, trout set, I- any other, yes. you know, uh, I mean... But <sighs> it does look stronger than a Sigler. <laughs> it it does. I didn't see the tines break. And, <laughs> on and on it's the backing. A, it's a trout set. On the reel is a production reel. It would be a strip set if it was like, hey, here's the plans. If you want to make one, you can make one. Yeah. But the fact that it was it's what, like two ninety nine. It's two something. Yeah. It's like three bills. Yeah. yeah. Three hundred. Three hundred bucks for a plastic for reel a piece of plastic. You've oh, for, always yeah for industry wise been known as for junk. Junk. But it has a sealed drag. See, I didn't even see that because they're speckless that they're trying to like fluff it and snow it. It's so fucking long. I didn't even read it. Yeah, but I mean, the that little clutch is just a drop-in piece, like, yeah. you know. Like, uh, but how much does that cost? Hardly anything. Yeah. I mean, yeah. 
I don't know, man. It's it, it's um, chintzy. It's someone it's, trying to create a. It feels like someone grasping for straws to be able to be like, I do this. Yeah, and you know, you could probably choose your own color and. Oh yeah, you can. You know, and it's just money. My question to somebody would be like, why exactly. would you want that? Like, no, you know, and I don't know a damn thing about whatever kind of goo right they use. <laughs> To create this fucking monster. Melted plastic. <laughs> right. But like, you know, what's the tensile strength of the oh, goo? Yeah. Right. You know, how is it cured? Is it, you know, is it shatter resistant? Is it warp resistant? Is no. it going to be a wobbler? Like if you leave it in your car in the Florida heat, Ooh. what size puddle is it going to make right. when you right. come back? Now, I trust somebody. But about like... a $300 puddle? <laughs> yeah, exactly. Check like out my Brad. real art. If Brad was like, hey, I made this. Try it out. But see, like, Brad's got metal 3D printers. He's got access to <laughs> right. shit that you could do. But at the same time, Brad's not over here being like, you know what would be cool? Let me 3D print myself a fly reel. He just goes and fucking buys a real just fly reel. Just... It, it just, I just saw it on a store, and I was like, no oh, fucking yeah. way. Yeah. Okay. And would this... I buy it? Never. And it's ugly. It is ugly. It's... And the funny thing is the, like, fly... It's not striker plate, but stripping plate where you're at the bottom of your reel if it's on the rod. Uh-huh. It, that part's made of metal because oh, yeah, clearly yeah, yeah. that it's part an, has not held this up right in here, plastic. It's like a little aluminum. Yeah. Instrument. Well, that's so that when you, you know. And you so fucking pay extra up. for yeah, it. Yeah, so that, so that if you buy some. When you hook that giant rooster and it starts to burn off. Yeah, or or a bonefish, and your your the backing saws right through the plastic. Yeah, you know, and it's because nylon a will burn right through it. Oh, yeah. so you have to pay. for Yeah, it's the an upgrade. extra upgrade. It's not even oh, part of the reel. That's oh. an upgrade. It's an upgrade. Would you like your shit to not break? <laughs> Fifteen bucks. It's yours. <laughs> I was just like, what a horrible business strategy. If you'd like a quality product, pay extra. So that's my two, three cents. I'm going to get the opportunity potentially to check it out. I time. believe. And if you guys are listening, send us one. We'll try it and we'll tell you. <laughs> I will. Can, can you imagine, like, you know, the boat rash that would happen to something like that? Yeah. I, just oh, like yeah. How fast you blow it apart. Or just drop it. Yeah. You know, I mean. Crack a piece. Yeah, it's it's just terrible. Your kids kick it around. Um, <laughs> I mean, okay, let's let's back up. Okay, so earlier we were discussing um, a trip to the WalMarts, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and what did you see at the WalMarts? A whole starter kit, soup to nuts. Cortland, Cortland, Cortland. Cortland, Cortland fly line reel, backing. Cortland, right. And uh, what kind of reel was in there? I'll bet you it was a plastic reel. Yeah. 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 And it was a plastic, I think it was, they had like a 5.6 and a So eight, plastic nine. reels aren't anything fucking new or exciting. No. no. Um, those are probably not 3D printed. Um, you know, they're I'm, probably injection molded. Mm-hmm. So just because you made a cheap product with the nouveau means yep. for which to make a cheap product, which is called 3D printing. What is it? 
Um, it, it doesn't make it the cat's meow. My first little combo when I started getting in this wild and crazy game, it was a Reddington combo, but it, it was a plastic, yeah. a plastic root because, hell, I may not, I know I love to fish. Right. But right. It, Didn't know if you want. fishing going to be for me? Right. Well, I want to go drop the amount of money I have since dropped. So <laughs> here's the hierarchy, right? But you've got. It's not. Plastic reels mm-hmm. in the combo starter kits, mm-hmm. right? Yep. With some kind of shitty drag system yeah, of right. some type in it. From there, as you're Progress. progressing and growing, you might then be able to afford to go to the fly shop and you buy the cast, cast aluminum. aluminum. Right. Yeah, Reddington. Mm-hmm. Yep, and you're like, man, this some bitch is nice. Yeah, <laughs> and then eventually, as your life is getting better and you have a steady job and you've had a few raises, <laughs> you're like, I really want one of those machined mm-hmm. aluminum reels, mm-hmm. and then. It opens up from anything from a fucking cheeky to a fucking Chitlin, Mako. Chitlin, Mako. Yeah. There you go. know? Yeah. And I mean, it's like, but nowhere in that progression would I be like, okay, I went from a plastic reel to an aluminum reel to a machined reel. Wait, I can get a plastic reel for 300 Booyah. Oh, yeah. Let me back up a little bit. Yeah. So I mean, it's you- just... When you've had enough of it and you're like, fuck, this is garbage, and you throw it away, is it biodegradable or is it just going to sit there? And I did not. <laughs> I is would it going to last 400 gonna, years? I, it probably will in the <laughs> landfill. Um, I, yeah. At least tell me that it was um, created with uh, 1,400 um, single-use water bottles. <laughs> right. At least the, I did uh, something good It with does my not live up to the kick plastic. No, yeah. it's be going around like, right now. Like you said, Larry, you're, you know, you took three steps forward, getting to the point where you're at, and willing to invest some money into yourself, and then you're taking two steps back. And yeah. Yep. Nope. Trout set. We're, exactly. We're absolute jerks. <laughs> we're terrible. Um, and I mean, I'd love to try one out. I don't even. I, I, I'd try it. Hell, I tried a Sigler. The the other thing that um <laughs> that has been going around like fucking rabies amongst raccoons Uh-oh. is um, the uh, boat tent. Yes. The... And and it like when it first started going, I like went and followed the account and yeah. I was like, okay, you know, it's kind of cool. I don't know that I would do that, but it's kind of cool. Boat tent? Yeah. And goes then over the cockpit. Goes over the cockpit. And then I slowly realized well, this isn't even a fucking actual product. No, yet. it's a Kickstarter. Still. It's a Kickstarter oh, still. Yeah. No. And then I happened to see of all of the boats that they were saying that they had a model designed for. <laughs> yeah. It included Mark's model. Yep. And I actually saw oh. one set up in Mark's model. <laughs> I and I recognized that. where that took yeah. place. So I made a phone call <laughs> and I said, What did you think? And. The answer was, well, I mean, you know, uh, well, I mean, they asked if they could do it, and I let them. 
Yeah. And I was like, that's a fucking glowing endorsement I mean, if I've ever heard one. So I quickly unfollowed and forgot all about it. So if and there's no way you would stay dry in that contraption. No, no way. I was yeah. I was gonna say if I were to invest in that, it would be if we were doing a glades trip, and you know we were neanderthaling it in the cheekies or whatever to like push yourself out and away from the mangroves and the bugs and you know sit out there in the middle, but. But in the summertime, here's it's the all thing: the way that thing straps over your gunnels, gunnel, and yeah. the thing, like all your, like my, I don't know about y'all's, but mine's got a little bit of a crown to it, so water's still gonna run, like the dew is gonna run under oh, yeah. the tent, yeah. into my sleeping bag. And I'm a mouth breather. And it, so the way it looks, if it starts raining, I don't think it's gonna. It says it's got a rain fly, but I don't think it's gonna keep you dry. No, it's not. So it's uh, you it's know, a trout set. If you're going to go skiff camping, get a tent, get, a tent. get out of the boat, enjoy yeah. yourself, because you're not going to build a fire on the foredeck and have s'mores on the boat. No. So I just stick a wick in the gas hole. That's right. <laughs> Man, we were doing so damn good. This was such I mean, a positive episode. So. And then it just fucking went into a tight spiral of fucking venom and fucking well, shitty here, attitudes. We'll get back on track. I bet Let's the people talk. who invented that were the same guys that invented the rooftop campers. And they're like, well, you know. No, I think it's the guys who wanted the, a rooftop the, camper. The, the, the new term, Mark, is overwatering. Oh, shit. <laughs> and we're not talking gardening either. Yes. Don't overwater your lawns. Overwater your skiff. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm into overwatering. Oh, you mean boat camping? You mean boat Yeah. But I camp on my boat. Oh. Okay. Oh. Camping on boats. Over, over, Cambodia. Over, overboating. Cambodia. Overwatering. Overwatering. <laughs> you can... For the low price of, I don't remember, rent a houseboat from the marina down in Flamingo. Oh, yeah. 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 I don't ever that remember used to, that. Well, that used to be a thing, and then... And then we tow it all out. One of the storms, like, wrecked all that shit down there, and it just now came back. So, yeah, we need to investigate that. Yeah. I did a... Because um, I peeked in them, and there's bunk beds. Oh, and yeah. I guess enough to sleep and eat in. I did a trip... We uh, 13, 14 years ago, um, where we took skiffs down and towed them behind a big old um, yeah. houseboat. I still remember the name of the houseboat. It was Bodie. Um, I like it. Bodie, like uh, the character from... Jaws. Uh, no. Um, Bodie. Bodie. Um, That's Brody. Yes. Yeah, Bodie was uh, Bodie. Patrick Swayze in the Roadhouse? no the <laughs> Dirty Dancing. Johnny Utah was the uh, oh, undercover. I don't know what you're talking about the surf Point Break. Point Break. Point Break. Uh, okay, which is on Netflix. Woohoo! I watched it. So uh, anyway, we we, <laughs> we uh, rented Bodie out of Snake Creek, um, and yeah. and went Snake Creek to the to the Bayside. And went down, and there's uh, mooring buoys behind Shell Key, mm-hmm. and uh, we spent like two or three nights 
um, living on on board yeah. Bodie, mm-hmm. and uh, then we would just you know have all the skiffs yeah. tied out behind them, and man, we had a good time. Yeah, I bet we didn't catch shit. It was cold. There had been a cold front come through. Yeah, but man, we had a good time. Tanner was on that trip. Nice. Tanner was probably young guys, <laughs> probably not even of adult age yet. Yeah. Um, he may have been 18 <laughs> and, uh, yeah. Anyway, we had a fucking blast. Um, Oh, I did fish with him and Mike. Oh, that's right. How'd that go? Uh, did you get to see, did you get to see Mike do any casting? I did. <laughs> Was there something <laughs> I should have taken note of? Oh, I just think he's a really good caster. Oh, okay. I mean, I think the fucking guy can lay it down, and he's pretty fucking accurate. Oh, yeah. You know? Um, There's a place he took us where there hasn't been fish in very many years, and there was a lot of them. Um, But it was a windy day, so he was trying to just, you know, keep us out of the wind and... Oh, Tanner took you. Tanner. Or is this a place Mike took you based on Mike's experience? No, no, no. It was all... So we were on Mike's Chittum. Right. And Tanner was the captain. Right. And... I am the captain. Yep. So, you know, maybe you know where his spots are and stuff. I'm not going to tell you, but, you know. I made Uh, mental notes. Would you like to rephrase that? Okay, where you taught him. <laughs> <laughs> I know where Tanner's spots are. Yeah, okay. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. Yeah, dude, Mike can cast. He laid it out there a couple times. And... Did you guys uh, have the pleasure of uh, doing lunch, like at JB's or we We skiff-lunched it. Oh, yeah, skiff-lunched it. We did. Uh What's the place that you fancy? Wawa. <laughs> oh, you got some Wawa subs? That bread. Is You've never had Wawa no. before? Really? No. So, Holy. Yes. Like, Wawa is bread. good, man. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I he was feeding me. I didn't care what. Do you guys not have Wawa in Titusville? No. No, they don't have shit. Cumberland Damn. Farms. Oh, God. Yeah. I'm sorry. It's like the poor people's Wawa. <laughs> yeah. Um, but holy shit, the bread, man. I was like, God. Yeah. So we had that. And I mean, we. It, it, Tanner worked hard trying to find the fish, but we found it in a few spots. Um, I blew my blew my shot, of course. But. uh yeah, it's the way the, bottom, the cookie you crumbles. Know, it was just a, a whole reaching out thing. Mm-hmm. I had never met Tanner, never met Mike, heard stories, you know, listened to the beer with, uh, you know. I've always heard you talk highly about Tanner, so I was really excited about it. And good day, good friendship. You know, yeah, Tanner's, again and, Tanner's a solid dude. You need to you need to talk to Tanner about like renting a spot next to him at Sunshine Key Campground and just do tarpon season down there while he's down there. Oh yeah. Hmm. 
you just, you know, make the commitment and you just park it down there and know yeah. that you're going to leave it down there for three months and then we just all get, just keep going back and forth. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because... We just know, rotate the, in and out. The longer The longer you stay, the more discount you get. So, you know, if you're only coming for four days down there, uh-huh. I don't know what it would be, but if you're booking out three months, right? hey, we're going to cut you a break and, oh... We'll have to talk more about that. Yes. Because that's on my list, too. Yep. Man, it's a long list, and the year hasn't even started I know yet. it. Isn't that <laughs> fucking awesome? It's going to be good. I'm excited. I'm excited to try out all this this new clothing. and. Oh, dude. So, yeah. uh, Grundens. Yeah. Um, so, it's been since the last podcast. Mm-hmm. Um you know, anybody that listens to the podcast that also follows us on social media, our only social media, well, we have a Facebook page, but we're really only active on MySpace, Instagram. And uh, if you haven't picked up on it, we have uh, Grundens as a brand partner. Yeah. Um, you know, historically, and uh, our policy has not changed. The idea of having sponsored content mm-hmm. and or sponsors for the show um, has always been, we don't and have never, nor will we ever really go out with our hand open saying, hey, will you sponsor the show? Mm-hmm. Now, we do do that as far as like, hey, will you donate? Uh, raffle items to our fundraiser. Correct. But as far as saying, hey, this podcast brought to you by so-and-so, yeah. it's not something that we've all ever been down with. And um, many of you that we've met in person, mm-hmm. um, many times at the fly fishing shows, whether it's you know IFTD or the fly fishing show in Atlanta, all of us have been asked the question, when are you guys going to monetize the podcast? Well, my answer has always been, it's not a priority and we're not going around asking anybody, but if the time ever does come Mm -hmm. where somebody sees value in the podcast and they approach us, we'll listen, you know, and see what, what can happen out of it. So, uh, that day has finally come, and uh, the fine folks over at Grundens reached out um, and said, hey, uh, we kind of like uh, the show, and uh, we really dig your listener base because they're passionate, they're committed, they're like the core anglers that we make our stuff for. Um, you know, we've always been the backbone of the commercial Mm -hmm. fishing fleet uh, when it comes to foul weather gear and, you know, whether it's boots or jackets or bibs or whatever. And um, we have decided that we are going to start moving into the fly fishing space. Um, They are going to be coming out with waders. You know, a lot of their stuff, 
you know, we can say fly fishing, but I mean, it's just fishing in general. They are, they already have pants and shorts and board shorts and, you know, sun, you know, long sleeve sun shirts, shirts with hoods, shirts without hoods, all that. (laughs) So going into that meeting, um, my approach to it was number one, you guys contacted us, you know, you tell me what you think, you know, cause we're just doing this for fun. <laughs> and he said, no, you know, I, I get it. And I actually listened to the show. You guys make me laugh. Um, I know how your listeners are and you know, I'm never going to ask you guys to read an ad, any of that stuff. You know, I'd just like you to give our stuff a shot. And if you like it, talk about it. If you don't like it, you can talk about that too. Just please don't roast us. <laughs> um, so I said, well, that works probably for us, but more importantly, how do our listeners benefit from this relationship? Yeah. And he said, well, I'll give you guys a code for 20% off that you can share with your listeners. And so if you've been on the Instagram, you've seen Taylor 20 is that code. Um, if you're just a listener and you don't follow us on social media, you're hearing this for the first time. If you go to the Grundens.com and go to their shop and let's say you find a pair of shoes or boots or a shirt that you want or a hat that you want and you order it before you check out, it'll give you your total and then it'll ask, do you have a discount code? And you can put in the discount code Taylor 20 and whatever your total was, another 20% comes off. Mm-hmm. Um, and we know from experience, because uh, quite a few people have already taken advantage oh, yeah. of it, even on their big sales, um, where they're taking anywhere up to like 60, 70% like off. 60, 70 for the holiday. Yeah, and they <laughs> just, well, they just started the clearance. Yep. They're clearing out the the uh, last of the 2022 mm-hmm. stuff. Um the discount comes on top of that. So I know some people that bought some stuff that were getting like 60% off and then got 20% off their total. Yeah. So, and, and to be honest, like, you know, let's say they had like five items in their cart. They may have had 60% off on like three items and then two items were like regular price, yeah. but it gave like a total and then they put in their code and they got 20% off that that total. So, I mean, it's nothing to sneeze at. And here's the cool thing, full disclosure. If you guys are buying anything from them and use the code that we're giving you, we're going to get a, a, a little slice on the back end in the form of a commission that we can use to put some beer in the fridge. Meat on the grill. Pay website hosting. Maybe put in our travel fund for our 2023 trips that we're going to try to take. Um, so it's a, it's a convenient way to support the podcast outside of, you know, sending a, um, mail barge Mm -hmm. or something like that. So, um, if you're so inclined and you, and you, you know, see some of their gear that you like, please, by all means, consider using the uh, discount code, we like discounts. <laughs> We're pretty yeah. on record about that, and we hope that you guys do too. And uh, so, 
you know, the, the final piece of the puzzle was, you know, hey, you, you're going to have to give us some experience with some of your products so that we, you know, aren't just saying, hey, go buy Grundens, and we really don't have any practical experience. So they sent us, you know, all a, a, a nice welcome package. Yep. Um, everybody, I think, got, you know, at minimums, you know, a, a pair of boots or, or shoes or flip-flops. Mm-hmm. Uh, everybody got some shirts. Everybody got some pants. Um, a few of us, I know I did. Um, I took advantage of ordering some stuff at discount. Yep. Um, did the same. And uh, I've been thrilled with uh, all of my stuff. Um I don't know of anything that I've tried on and used that I haven't been happy with. Um, some of the highlights, the um, hoodie that they sent us. Magical. Yeah. <laughs> so soft. And like the the neck design on it is fucking badass. Um, the little hidden pocket inside your hand pocket where you can zip and secure your cell phone is pretty fucking tight. Your fish whistle. Yeah. Um, the pants are super comfortable. They're like the stretchy kind. Mark, you had an issue with the pants at first. I did. Um, not a quality issue or anything like that. Uh, my legs are a little on the bigger side Uh huh. and they don't offer like different inseams okay so normally you know it's like a 36 34 or something so you you know you get them and they're tight but you have to wear them a couple days and they kind of loosen up and they stretch and you're like oh these are really comfy um that's been my only gripe Right. Was like, oh, I have to wear these pants that are comfortable. I think that they have a couple of different pairs of mm-hmm. pants. And I know, because I'm pretty sure I ordered a pair of pants where I did the waist and the inseam. Mm-hmm. Okay. But, you know, I know there's some that are just like, you know, large, extra large, you yeah. know, that kind of deal. But, um, but I mean, man, they're they're great. I've worn them once on the skiff. Okay. On and that was yesterday, so it was still pretty chilly in the evening time when I went for a little uh, breather cruise, get my mind right, kept me warm, but didn't keep me hot. Right. So. Now, do you have the pair that has the? Um pocket that's reinforced so i have those shorts the shorts are the ones yeah that's right it's just the shorts that have they've got the reinforced pocket for your pliers correct uh i got what jameson called the old man ones i think they're the 11 inch i got 11 inch ones too i was like you know i I can't have you know you know when i sit down you know one of the boys may pop that's right that's right (laughs) you know not paying attention but uh yeah, I've worn the tech t-shirts. It took a while to get used to the scuba hood, See, now but I don't... it's a lot more uh, coverage right. if you're looking for the skin protection versus you know just a regular hoodie style. Um, man, the um... those deck boots. 
The so I ordered a pair of deck boots, uh, you know, on my own dime. They're the uh, the I, leather chuckas. I, I was gonna mm-hmm. say, I Dude. think I'm gonna splurge. Just I wore those know, at hunt these? camp. I wore them at hunt camp, and it was like floating around. It, they were super comfortable. Yeah. Kept my feet dry, you know, because it was like dew in the morning and it was chilly and. Um, super happy with those. Yeah. And, you know, prior to even... Like there's a good... What do you call it? Insole? Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, Arch support, whatever. Yeah, it's not the Mims Nikes or, you know... Wyatt and I both had just like the regular pair of uh, mm-hmm. ankle boots. Crabber boots. That's what that, I was uh, That we used on our Alaska mm-hmm. trip. So I had had experience with the, with the Grundens um, that way. So that's why I was like, you know, I've already got a pair of those kind of boots, you know, like the basic boots. So when I saw those um, leather chuckas, yeah. I was like, dude, I'm on that. <laughs> that's like so totally me. And it's like those are nice enough where, you know, you could like step off the boat after a long day fishing, run home, still be wearing the pants that you fished in, the boots that you had on. And go to the restaurant mm-hmm. and still look okay. Right. So, <laughs> you know, I'm all about that. And, uh, yeah, no, no real. The sun shirts. Um, I feel like the sun shirts, I don't have the hoodie sun shirt. I've just got the regular sun shirt. Same. I love, I don't know what the material is. It's some kind of recycled, silk, but it's, well, it's recycled, uh, plastic from, uh, fishing nets. It's, mm-hmm. And it is soft. super, super soft. Yeah, it reminds yeah. me of uh, like a bamboo shirt. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Yep. But um, uh, enough hawking of the wares. Oh, yeah. um, you know, we haven't found anything that no. we don't like. Um, so as far as that goes, give them a try. Yeah. You, you may find that you like them just as much as we do. Uh, Taylor 20 to save 20% off your order if you're so inclined. If you want to pay full price, pay full price. Um, but, uh, we do appreciate that Grundens, uh, sees value in you, our listeners, our supporters, and, uh, sees value in what we're doing to create a little bit of content to help get you through your day when you're on the road, on the way to work or on the way to go fish. And, uh, we hope that your 2020 was just as awesome as we felt ours was. Mm-hmm. Um, we look forward in 2023 um to maybe bumping into more of you guys um yeah we have a little plan afoot um it's going to take place up in east tennessee um sometime mid-winter to early to late spring it's probably going to be a multi-trip kind of uh undertaking where we're going to be creating some content um with uh an old friend yeah um that's been around the fly fishing game for about 10 years um he's traveled from the west coast to the east coast down to the keys through the taylor park he's been through the taylor park um and uh we're looking forward to reuniting with him. Yeah. Uh, we're going to probably show him a little bit of love and uh, do a little uh, rejuvenation, <laughs> um, help him feel a little bit better. Feel a little bit better. 
And uh, that's one of our big projects coming up. So, uh, you know, 2023 is going to be fun. Yeah. It's going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a big year for the Taylor There's Park. a couple yeah. more that we need to get back together on. Yeah. That we've talked about that should happen. So there's going to be a lot of things. That oh, yeah. For you, the listeners, Enjoy to be it. a part of. That's right. So um, everybody have a very safe, very fun new year. Um, we wish you and the team that you root for luck in the bowl games, if you're so inclined. And uh, we're going to go ahead and start heading for the door. And we will see you again in 2023. Until then, thanks for listening. We appreciate you. Taylor Trash Fly Fishing. Peace. Bring all the